0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You love them, you hate them, and you can't stop talking about them. Announcers, analysts, pundits, they're all fair game. It's sports media Payhem with Alex Reamer. Time to let it rip. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Sports Media Mayhem podcast. My name is Alex Dreamer, as you heard in our amazing opening, and as we make it through August here on this Tuesday, August the 16th, uh, really excited for my interview here today. It's an interview that really can only be done on a sports media podcast, so that's why we're doing it. Ethan Strauss is a longtime NBA reporter. He covered the Warriors at the height of their dynasty for ESPN and The Athletic. He has a great book out on the Warriors dynasty as well. But over the last year plus, Ethan has been doing something totally cool. He started a substack, the House of Strauss substack. And basically, he peels back the curtain on a lot of the most secretive inner workings of the sports media industry and really ESPN. He wrote an incredible piece last week that got a lot of traction about how Adrian Wojnarowski's relationship with Nets GM Sean Marks was the reason why ESPN did not report on Durant's ultimatum to Nets ownership last week. It is a crazy story. and so happy to have Ethan on the show to talk about that, his experience at ESPN, how the sausage is made at ESPN, and all sorts of other media uh, topics. So Ethan Strauss is coming up in a few moments. You don't want to miss that. Um, but... Before we get to Ethan, I am going to take some time here at the top and do a little bit of a victory lap. Last week on the show, I predicted that we would have a drip, drip, drip of negative Red Sox news as this season winds to a close, this now last place season. Yep, even after a series win, an actual series win against the Yankees and East team, the Red Sox are still two games out of 500. 15 games out of first place, four and a half out of a playoff spot with three teams to leapfrog. So heading into and immediately after the trade deadline, we had a pair of stories from John Tomasi about the frustration in the Red Sox clubhouse that obvious holes were not addressed. That wording is taken exactly from his story. And then Alex Beard, the Globe reported last week about all the confusion up and down the organization about the Red Sox lack of direction. And that mainly means Heim Bloom's lack of direction. So over the weekend, we got a third. Buster Olney published a story with a bombshell of a headline on ESPN. What the hell are they doing up there? Making sense of the Boston Red Sox in 2022 and beyond. In that line, what the hell are they doing up there? Comes from a rival front office executive, or at least that's how Olney describes him or her. And the article is a really succinct and detailed rundown of a lot of the errors that the Red Sox have made under Heim Bloom in terms of player personnel. Only talks about the Hunter-Renfro trade and the embarrassingly low return that they got from Mookie Betts. And uh, he mentions that the Red Sox are 13th out of 30 teams in spending since Bloom took over after Chris Sale's extension. And... Whenever I read a story like that from a guy like Buster Olney, you know, what the hell are they doing up there making sense of the Boston Red Sox? My question is always, who's leading him in that direction? Obviously, Buster Olney follows the game close enough where I'm sure he's perfectly capable of writing a column on his own detailing the Red Sox lack of direction in detailing some of Heim Bloom's more high-profile mistakes, again, getting a lacklustre return from Mookie Betts, chief among them. But also, and granted, I'm kind of just speaking out of my you-know-what, but I'm kind of not as well. Uh, a guy like Buster Only does not usually write a long piece like that with these kinds of specific examples. Unless he's getting led in that direction, or unless he hears murmurs about this being talked about within the Red Sox organization and throughout Major League Baseball. And as this season comes to a close, we have about six weeks left. Maybe the Red Sox make some sort of miraculous playoff run. I think baseball Reference has their playoff chances at 4.4% after Sunday's win against the Yankees. So hey, anything is possible, as our good pal KG used to tell us. But this could get ugly in short order. And we know how perception-driven this Red Sox ownership group is, and we know in the past, when they've had flame-out-type seasons, there's been a lot of blame to go around, and this ownership group has no problem anonymously assigning that blame. Uh, Could Heim Bloom be taking a lot of the uh, shrapnel this offseason? I, we're already getting that. I mean, that Alex Globe Alex Spear report in the Globe, not flattering. This Buster only story, definitely not flattering. We have reports from the clubhouse, not flattering. Xander Bogarts told everyone that he doesn't think the Red Sox got better at the trade deadline because they dealt Christian Vasquez. So this continues on, and the Red Sox do indeed miss out on the playoffs, which they have about... A, 96, a 96% chance of doing, excuse me there, uh, then again, I think this could get really ugly. And I think we're going to see more of these stories with some anonymous quotes, but also just a lot of analysis, specific analysis about Bloom and the errors he's made. And the question always is, where is this coming from? So keep an eye out for more of that, because I think there's a lot more where that came from.